Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Grand Terra Adventures. I'm your host and GM since Taku, and with me today is Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I'm playing Nerali, the Tiefling Monk Cleric. Jack. Hey, this is Jack. I'm playing Fikair, the Elf Warlock. Cody. I'm Cody, playing Theod, the Half-Orc Bloodhunter. Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron. I'm playing Lavis, the Halfling Cleric. William. Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing World of Warcraft. Sorry, I mean, I'm playing Grass of the Half-Orc Bloodhunter. God damn it. <laughs> and we have a newcomer to this chaos. Uh, welcome, everybody, for the first time. Hopefully not the last time. We'll see how it goes. Sarah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm playing uh, Maeve, the human uh, blood mage. All right. The blue-veined blood mage. But yes, we'll get into that later. All right. Um, so yeah, we are Final Show Films. We produce wide variety of content every day of the week. Check us out on our website at finalshowfilms.com. You can also check us out on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms. Our YouTube page at youtube.com slash And on Twitter at John A. Bates. That's me. I'm the official Twitter guy. So, um, yeah, uh, really quick. Really quick, sort of brief uh, notification for the listeners and for the players. I have a newborn child. Yay! He was born. He was born on the 17th. We're very excited. That being said, he may start crying and require attention. If that happens, I will have to pause the recording and go see to that. But uh, you guys will be told that's happening. So if you hear something in the background, I might have to attend to it. Anyways. Uh, so yes, when there's something in the background, yeah, some might not be a baby's cry. <laughs> it might be Cthulhu. Who knows? Anyways, um, just oh, give me a oh, second. That kind of new. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, when last we left our heroes, uh, they had fu- they had reached the top of the Ryujo uh, of the Temple to Bahamut. Uh, they had crossed into the realm of Bahamut, the, the, the plane of law, the, the crystal city uh, of Bahamut. And they had fought one of the angels uh, set to guard the, uh, the, the seal of Bahamut and thus also serve as a test for the party. They passed that test barely, uh, but they passed it uh, and returned back to the realm of the, of the to the material plane, uh, where they found themselves beset by a rogue ninja of some kind, uh, who stabbed Nerali with a poison and jumped out a window. Um, they they managed to steal his they managed to steal his bag of holding from him, uh, and and Fakir rushed Nerali off to be taken care of. But before we rejoin them, I'm going to take you all to another place in the world of Grand Terra. Somewhere off a rocky shore of a rocky coast, uh, a young-ish, I don't know the age of this character, uh, female uh, wakes up suddenly uh, in the wet rock and sand of a beach surrounded by wooden debris. Uh, What do you look like, uh, Maeve? Uh, I'm about 5'6". I'm... Scrawny, but also somewhat strong, as I've spent most of my life on board a ship uh, working on the seas. I have uh, a braid of uh, dark blonde hair, and I'm probably looking very confused. Uh, how old are? How old is Maeve? She's about seventeen. Okay, so yeah, young. Okay. Uh, by the way, what is what was the name of the ship that you were on? It was. Uh, oh darn! I wrote it down. Hang on, just a second. It was the Zephyr's Wing. No, what? no, no, no. No, okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, darn it, what did I do with it? That's alright. I have head trauma from the ship crash. It's okay. <laughs> I tried to remember the name of the ship. 
Well, whatever the name of the ship was, you see it. Uh, you see it emblazoned on a piece of driftwood off to your side, um, as it you know just part of the the wreckage of the ship. And you see, uh, inter- interestingly enough, as you look around, you don't see any bodies. You seem to be the only individual corpse or otherwise on this shore, aside from the wreckage of your ship. Um, and as you, you know, you're, you're, you're confused, you're slightly injured, but you're, you're alive and you're breathing and you've got your gear with you. Um, and you, you, you find yourself looking around at this unfamiliar shore. You're not a hundred percent certain of where you are or where you crashed. Uh, but one thing you do notice is that this deep blue fog is rolling in over the beach, uh, from the cliff face ahead of you. And it's it's very thick and billowy, and it's just pouring almost like, almost like water, but in a gaseous form, over the cliffs ahead of you, and rolling out towards the sea. What do you do? Uh, I would probably try to stand up, okay. ground, see if I can find uh, if anyone else who could help me, or so as you, you know, as you as you see look if anyone around. else is injured. As you look around again, you, you realize there's nobody else on this shore. None of the crew of the ship. Nobody. There is not, not a person, not a thing, not an animal on this shore except for you. Probably try to climb up to a higher point and see what the uh, surrounding ground looks like. All right. So in order to do that, you're going to walk towards the fog that's sort of billowing out towards the water. And, and you walk into this blue mist, this blue fog. And as it does, you, you feel the ground underneath your feet change texture. Um, you know, it goes from wet sand and rock, wet sand and rock, to suddenly earth, like sort of soft dirt. Uh, and as you continue walking forward, you saw the cliff ahead of you when you were crashed, but uh, you continue to walk forward and that earth eventually gives way to grass. Um, and then to sort of rocks again. And you, you, you you're lost in this blue mist you don't quite know what is in store but you continue walking forward trying to find that place where you're going to get a higher handheld and now we jump back to Ryujo to the rest of the party alright so uh, <laughs> Nerali is currently dying of poison <laughs> yes she's surrounded by clerics so hopefully that helps <laughs> what, did we have somebody's this nearly dying fighters? No. Um, so yeah, somebody's the, the, nearly the, dying it must be Tuesday the, the clerics of Bahamut <laughs> the, the, the clerics of Bahamut start setting about to, to heal Nerali uh, as you are sitting there uh, Lavis, Graza, and Theod you are all at the top of the tower still yeah we were heading down yeah, yeah. I was following wherever everybody else I probably would have followed Fakir to get her to get Nerali. Well, Fakir vanished. It was okay, yeah, I used, yeah, I used to mention We're going to go find Fakir. And Fakir is... Fakir is up to his elbow in a bag of holding trying to get a seal out of it. Mm-hmm. Alright, so uh, Fakir, you um, you reach in and how, how are you... Re- so the rest of you are going downstairs to try to find Fakir. Fakir, what, what are you doing as you reach into the bag? He's just thinking about the seal as hard as he possibly can and trying to grab and reach and see if he can feel anything okay. inside. Uh, nothing, com- nothing comes to your hand. Okay. Mm-hmm. He starts swearing to himself and is like, where's the seal? Where's the seal? Seal, where's... Nothing comes to your hand. 
All right. Uh, how many clerics are around me? Uh, there's about four or five. They're tending to Nerali currently. All right. He jams the bag back under his uh, his cloak and ties it firmly shut, and then goes to see what how Nerali's progressing. All right, so uh, they, they, fortunately, at least one of them had a lesser restoration on hand. So uh, oh. they, uh, they, they've cast their spells, and, and they're, they're attending to Nerali. Nerali, uh, you are starting to wake up. You're a bit groggy, okay. uh, but you are waking up. Uh, as the rest of you hit the bottom floor after this massive climbing down this massive tower, uh, you, you, you see a crowd of clerics and Fakir yelling, Fakir <laughs> cursing at a bag. Um... I'm assuming that's uh, Nerali, so I'm just gonna um, go over and push over to make sure. I'm gonna try to get up. Yeah, you can you can push yourself up. Okay, you're, uh, you're yeah. weak, but you're you're awake. So sort of push everybody off as long as I'm, you know, not actively dying. Um. Uh, look around. Uh, see, see if you care. Uh, uh, bag, bag, bag. I've got it. Okay. 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 Um, we'll see attended to. I think I need to lean on something right now. <laughs> I'm uh, okay. I'm okay. I'm good. I'm good. I'm you're, good. you're 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 Just you're you're kept on the table. Okay. All right, you all, um, you're, you're all together again. Fakir glances around the room and then locks eyes with Lavis and beckons him over to a corner. Hmm? Okay. Lavis follows Fakir. I can't get the seal out of the bag. I'm going to try something, but I need, I need another set of eyes. Okay. Uh, and he pulls the bag okay. out. He pulls. He pulls the bag out from under his cloak and facing away from the rest of the room just into the corner, he turns it inside out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you turn it inside out and it is a normal bag. I was under the impression that the reason these things were big on the inside was because they were magic. Everything inside is supposed to come out when you turn it inside no. out. Don't turn it to stand. Make an Arcana check. Okay. With, ah, with, like with, with normal bags of holding, yes, if you turn it inside out, everything that's inside comes out. Okay. With this one, however, as you turn it inside out, it's just a bag. And while it's inside out, if you put your hand in it, it doesn't reach any further than the bag than the bag is. Right. So the 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 exterior surface that is now the interior since it's inside out is just mundane bag shape. Yes. Okay. So flip it back and shove it back under his armor again. Lavis, can we find the assassin? Lavis seems to have blinked. There you are. Uh, yeah, no, my internet did something. Sorry. Repeat. Okay, the just asked you if there was any way to find the assassin. Yes, I, I... Well, I did it before. I can do it again in the same way. I'm confident I 
seen this person enough to be able to locate them. Uh, I suppose the question is, is that a good idea at the moment, or should we as quickly as possible get this out of here and back to the back to safety, I suppose? You might be right. Is it good to run after a thief with the thing the thief wants? I'm assuming they're having this conversation off to the side where I am not yes. hearing it. Yes, we're in a corner. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're, we're in a corner. Talking quietly-ish. Talking fervently amongst themselves. Very true. I look over at, at the is that the is, is that the same thing that you got hit with? I don't know what was it like. I was going to ask you. <laughs> um, I, I bad bad. Um, you like tripping balls, but and you felt horrible inside. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Did yeah, don't see, get hit by that again. Did you see the bright yellow goblin? No. Okay. Okay. It might be person specific. <laughs> why do you think you saw a bright yellow goblin? No idea. That's why I asked you. I thought it might be because of the poison. I mean, if it makes hallucinations, that comes from your own mind. Well, what did you see? I'd rather not talk about it. Like when right now or me. not at all? Uh, one of those. <laughs> <laughs> That's very helpful. You know that, Nerali. Yeah. Definitely okay, not right now. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so after a while, Tenshi comes up to Lavis. Uh, well, uh, are you prepared to continue our journey? Oh, and, and, and there went yeah. Lavis again. And there went Lavis again. Oh, oh. No, I'm here. I just oh. turned off uh-huh. my camera. Uh-huh. I'm very sorry. That's okay. Someone just had a spaceship pass over them. <laughs> I'm waiting for I'm waiting for Lavis to respond to the question. Uh I, okay, maybe I did blink because I didn't hear a question. Yeah, uh, Tenshi approached you after a while and, and asked if you were prepared to continue your, your journey. Um, I think so. I think we may need, I may need to talk with my group a bit about exactly what that entails given the uh-huh. reasons I'm here and our objectives and you we have some time before we need to leave our next stop is in Yamashiro to the north in the mountains okay. so you have time take in the sights of the city do whatever you'd like and I will meet you at the gates tomorrow thank you he wanders off Lava uh, sort of looks to Ficare with the like we probably should make a decision about what we're actually going to do now. 
Well, yes. As I see it, there's two possibilities. Either the seal is in this bag and there's simply something that's keeping us from retrieving it, or the seal was never in this bag, in which case the thief still has it, in which case we would need to track him down. Since we can't technically confirm uh, which it is, well, better safe than sorry. There's no way to confirm which it is. Do you have no any one, ideas? Not to my knowledge. No, no, one, no one is saying this near Graza. Or... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no they're Perhaps having a little we... conversation with her. Yeah. yeah. Perhaps we should ask everyone. Maybe someone else has had experience with this kind of thing would be able to Certainly, the sooner we set after, the more likely my spell is to be in range. Yes, of course. Um, All right. Uh, Uh, Akira will go drag everybody over to the corner. Okay. (laughs) Lavis doesn't know anything. You grab grab Nerali. The clerics seem concerned, but uh, Nerali is going to live, so they'll... I assure them it's okay. It's okay. I'm I'm fine. You all gather in... You all gather in your corner. <laughs> so what's going on with the bag? So where's the seal? It's either in this bag, in which case it doesn't seem to be able to be retrieved at the moment, or the thief still has it in the bag as a diversion. So, check. Is it a regular bag of holding? Uh, it doesn't seem to function as one. Look, and he turns it inside out, and nothing happens. <laughs> So you can still reach inside, yes? Yes, of course. Uh, actually, that's a splendid idea. Fakir uh, will drop one of his daggers inside and then stick his hand in and pick up the dagger and try and pull it out. All right, you drop the dagger inside. It disappears into the bag. You reach in to try to uh-huh. retrieve it. Nothing comes to your hand. Where's my dagger? Dagger? Dagger. <laughs> and he tries uh, to use the voice... I'm going to arcana okay. So I don't know anything about magic but when I encounter something I don't know what it does I find somebody that can figure that out no, so aren't there spells for that the two questions that I have we either need a wizard who can figure this out or and I'm going to say this because this is the forward facing solution the mice Simple solution. I don't know enough about magic, but look with your eyes in the bag. Um, Nerali, because of your background, you don't actually, you don't, there's no, you know of bags of holding and you know they right. hold lots of stuff, but you, you wouldn't know what the, the, the trick with this one is. I mean, so bags of holding are, are they take, they put stuff on another plane, right? You, you know that you know uh, no, that's that's Nerali actually oh, asking oh, okay. the rest yeah, yeah. of the group. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, right? say, uh, Theod, you know a little bit more about bags of holding because of your profession. Um, you do know that there are multiple different types of bags of holding that work that work similarly, but not necessarily the exact same. Um, yeah. And you, you do know that yes, uh, basically, a bag of holding is a link to a pocket dimension. Or a yeah. series of pocket dimensions, something like that. 
Yeah, I studied magic. I just don't actually actively use it. Yeah. So yeah. what are the odds that putting something in there just teleports it somewhere? I don't think a bag of holding would be able to do that. Did we see him retrieve something from the bag? I mean, that's what taking something to an extra, a pocket dimension essentially is, is teleporting it to that dimension. It doesn't have to be linked to a pocket well, it's, dimension. It's holding, it's holding it in its own, its own pocket dimension. It, until it's broken, it doesn't go anywhere else. But Only when it's broken does it get cast. Who says, who says this is a normal bag of holding? Maybe, well, we it's, already know just it's, a, maybe it's just a doorway. Very well. If we have a few minutes, I'll find out. Meanwhile, the rest of you should probably go see if you can at least get an idea where this thief is headed. Graza still said, out, like, he put jumped your out face the window. <laughs> he jumped out the window and bolted. There's, there was no catching him. No, I can, I, well, I can track to an extent magically. And I did yeah, it he, before, recently. Yeah, he might stay around to try to get the bag back. So. Unless the bag is just a dead drop for whoever is supposed to get the item from him. So, Fakir, what are you trying? To, what are you doing to try to investigate the bag? Fakir is going to sit down and he's going to ritual cast identify. Okay, you ritual cast identify. It is a bag of holding. It says I learn its properties and how to use them, whether it requires ah. a tumult and how many charges it so, has, yes. if any. Uh, so you. I also learn whether any spells are affecting the item and what they are. So you learn that this is one of by using that you, you learn that this is one of the bags of holdings that require a pass phrase. Uh, effectively, okay. either either mentally or vocally, it doesn't matter if it's spoken or thought. There is a key code that has to be used to unlock it. At which point it can then be accessed. The reason why when you turn it inside out, nothing happens is because you haven't spoken that key phrase yet. Okay. It's supposed to give you the key phrase too. No. This is the key phrase is not. Uh, it's not like an activate. It's not. Uh, it, that would be if it was a wand that cast a spell, he would learn the command phrase. But this is right. this part of the magic. Like he, he, Bags of Holdings don't have command phrases that you would learn from that ability. You would you learn how it works and that it works this way. But in this case, you don't learn the key, the, the key phrase used to retrieve an item. That like and it, I share it, that it information with the group. <laughs> it wouldn't tell him what items are in it, for instance. So it's like it, it's not like and the contents of the bag are this this and this and this is how yeah. you retrieve them. It says this is the kind of bag it is and how it works. Yeah. Well, if we want to pursue this person, I can cast a spell to locate them. My concern is with the very real possibility the seal is in the bag, do we want to pursue this person with that? With the thing that they're after. They have to know which one of us it's on in order to search for it. The last time he saw it, it was with Nerali. 
so as long as we keep it hidden, for all he knows, we put it back where it came from. And if we catch this person, do we have a way to get the key phrase from them? Because my inclination is to say we don't. Well, technically, if we have the bag and don't have access to the key phrase and they don't have it, they can't get to it. As long as we're in between it, nobody that else but them. I'm assuming that the Bata seal is in the bag. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't think we can confirm, because I don't think your tracking spell can determine if something crossed a plane. Actually, I do have a different tracking spell that... I don't think it works on other planes, but I could determine if... It's got the same range, so... If it's here, I could locate it. I have no idea if it would work on an item that's inside of a bag of holding, but... And I'm going to cast Locate Object just on for the seal as I've seen it and we brought it back from... Uh, you cannot locate it. Okay. Which... Okay. Which means either it's on his person and he's out of your range, or it's in the bag. Well, if you read the bottom, right. it says the spell can't locate an object if any thickness of... Oh, wait, lead. I thought it was just... Yeah. Um, lead... <laughs> but it's more if someone's intentionally hiding from the spell sort of thing. Um... <clears throat> okay, then in that case, I'm going to cast Locate Creature on the guy. What's the range? Uh, same range. Just just popped um, it in. 1,000 feet. That's a, that's a lot of feet. Yeah. Um, about a quarter of a mile, a little less. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little under quarter mile. You do not sense him. Okay. Well, that eliminated no thoughts. I'm going to keep it up for the hour just in case he slinks back into my range. Okay. Yeah. So locate object is X-ray vision, and locate creature is apparently a vampire because it can't locate a creature if running water at least ten feet wide blocks a direct path between you and the creature. <laughs> yep. Uh. <laughs> All right. So what next? Still there, either. Rest up, prepare for the rest of the trip. Yeah. Assume everything is normal. We've stolen something from him. He'll probably want it back. So he'll he will come <laughs> to us. And what then? The best, we do, the best we can do is prepare until we see until he until we find him again. If we're prepared, he's lost his element of surprise. 
We know to expect him now. And if the thing is in the bag and we have it and we don't know the phrase, no one can get access to it. Mm-hmm. It is rather well protected right now, I would say, yes. Except from those who know the ins and outs of this satchel. Assuming that it's in there. Assuming that it's in there, yes. <coughs> so what are you guys doing? <clears throat> Matters of the character, surprisingly matter. enough, sticking very close to the group. <laughs> <laughs> Matters of gods and powerful magic are not my field. I know enough of magic to hunt beasts. Yeah, normally what I hunt is dead, so this is kind of new to me. Alright, so are you deter- are you determined to continue your pilgrimage, Lavis? Uh, but... That is Lavis's ideal scenario, but he's also kind of wondering if there's there should be a priority. Well, recall that uh, when you first started on the pilgrimage, Tenshi did say that you once started, it had to be completed. Yeah. Yeah, that, is, you that don't know, is pretty... You don't know what sort of repercussions might happen if you don't. Yeah. <laughs> no, Lavis is pretty invested in, um, in that being the priority. And it also seems like that fits very well with our current plan, which is just keep going and be prepared. Okay. So, so yeah, that uh, is. Fakir is going to go speak to one of the clerics in the room. Okay, you find a cleric. And he'll bring out the bag. We were charged by Jotun, the high priest of this temple, to recover an artifact from the home plane of the deity that is worshipped by this temple. And we did so, but unfortunately it cannot be retrieved from its receptacle. Could you inquire of Bahamut as to the passphrase necessary to access this? You say Jotun asked you to uh, record retrieve an artifact? Yeah. Indeed, it was a quest put upon us by the deity himself. So then Jotun didn't ask you to retrieve the artifact? He was the one who opened the door for us. Mm. The the dragonborn cleric that you're talking to looks down at you with, with skepticism on his face blatantly. How close is... We could speak to Jotun if you'd like. I think this perhaps is one best suited for him. And he he points over to Jotun, who is uh, working elsewhere on the floor. Oh, splendid. Thank you. I didn't see him there. And I brush past him as though he's nobody. Uh, Make make an athletics check. (laughs) As you try to brush past a dragonborn. So you try to brush past him, and he doesn't move. He's like sort of thunk 
two steps to the side and keep going. <laughs> okay. The dragonborn looks after you with a curious look on his face. Mavis just glances apologetically like, oh, yeah. makes friends with everybody. Friends! Grasso looks at Fakir as he's walking by and just kind of bridges her nose and shakes her head. Oh, dear. Mm. The things I do to save the world. You find Jotun. And I put the same request to him. Unfortunately, the person who has had the most clear communication with Bahamut is within your own party, he says, indicating Lavis. We, 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 we... I look at I look at Lavis with the... I didn't think he was the high priest of a temple devoted to a deity, but okay. We we pray to Bahamut Bahamut and we carry out his will. However, the will of a god is not clear, nor is it concrete. Uh, Basically, what he's saying is the person who's gotten the most information out of Bahamut is Lavis. (laughs) He doesn't really speak directly to people all that often. Oh. Fakir nods respectfully, thinking to himself, damn, I'm glad I'm a warlock. <laughs> okay. After that, Lavis does pull Fakir aside. I, I can't contact Muhammad, but I might be able to do something to a similar end effect, but not today. After I have rested and thought on, changed my spells. <laughs> and, and prayed to my god. And prayed to my god. Hey. Uh, so, hey, maybe stop asking all of the clerics in the temple weird things. They're perfectly reasonable things. I can't help that they don't have proper context. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. So, are you guys are you guys going to sleep in the temple or proceed to an inn in the city? I mean, Graza would certainly rather an inn. Fakir would as well. Hmm? Lavis will stay with the party, but the rooms at the temple are free. <laughs> also, Fakir has second thoughts. Also, we might be able to get one big room for all of us. Graza, exactly. That's their home-like. Also, I temple guards. Yeah, but that is another very good point. Since there's a, since there is a um, uh, possible assassin after us, um, it might be nice to be somewhere where we don't have to um, suddenly set up watch in our own rooms. Nerali suddenly remembers the assassin was in the temple when you saw him. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah I'm, not saying, made it. I'm not saying that it's not penetrable. Easier to call for reinforcements and most likely a lot more cap- strong reinforcements. Exactly. Uh, you Generally, 
So, should somebody get poisoned, there's a chance to get healed quicker here. Oh, maybe we should go to the inn. (laughs) (laughs) I highly doubt that would happen, darling. Do whatever whatever you want. I need either no roof over my head or a roof over my head that isn't going to hum at me constantly. It's not going to hum at you. I indicate to people praying. (laughs) Well, they sleep too. And they don't pray when they're on guard duty. I'm going to go find a place to rest. And I start heading out of the temple. Eh. Graza walks outside. Does anyone follow? Uh, Lavis probably will. Because he doesn't want anyone to be on their own right now. Lavis follows. For Carol... Fakir will go after him. After follows. Well, I'm going wherever the bag's going, so... Theod follows. And Nerali just sighs and eventually starts stumbling after. I'm with you this time. Nerali follows. Um, (laughs) All right, so you all... I led the party for once. Is this this what I do? Yes. I look over, yes, this is exactly what you do. I want to apologize, but I kind of get it. As you as you exit the temple, you notice a deep blue fog rolling in over the walls. Um, make perception checks. Uh, does a do I get to apply my advantage, or is this purely sight? Uh, sight. If it has been less than an hour, my locate person of that particular person is still up. It has not been less than an hour. Okay. Sorry, it has been less than an hour. Yes, and and you still don't say anything. Um, so Graza and Theod, you notice that the guards that were on the wall where the fog is are gone. As a matter of fact, you you, you, you notice you notice that as the fog rolls in, you notice that you could swear there were people bustling around the city previously. Uh, I reach onto my back and draw my sword. And, uh, and and actually, as, as, as you guys sort of look around, you see, Lavis, you in particular, you see Tenshi walking down the street because um, he had just, you know, he just left a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. And the fog sort of rolls around him and your vision of him just stops. You can't see him anymore. Uh, fog that eats people. Something any of you have encountered. <laughs> Let me think. What what would I have to? Fakir's glancing around to see if anybody else seems to have noticed this fog. Besides our group, people are noticing, but they're just sort of being wary of it. They're not sure what to make yet. They haven't they haven't noticed that people are missing. They just noticed it's fog. It's kind of weird. Okay. This place is landlocked, isn't it? Very far from any coast. Damn it. Uh, What were you trying to do, Neroli? She just says. Damn it. Yeah, all, all you notice is that there's fog. You don't notice anything else. The only people that notice people are missing is Graza, Theod, and Lavis. Well, yeah, but they just said things, didn't they? Uh, yes, Lavis just said the fog. I, I've also drawn someone. my sword. Yeah. Yes. I've also drawn my sword. <laughs> the fog is rolling at you at a surprising pace as well. I've never, uh, yeah, I never dropped uh, my axe. Get away. Back. Um, oh, Do we um, go back did inside? Somebody actually. 
I have. I actually I should check. Did did any of the priests actually heal me, or just cast lesser restoration? Uh, you're you're healed. You've been healed. You've been healed. Because I was at zero hit points. Yeah. <laughs> Lavis would have healed yeah. you. You've, none you've of been them healed. Had. You've been healed twenty two hit points. Okay. People yeah, are I still only have thirty four. So. <laughs> uh, um. No. That's why we're backing away from How the close is at this point. Uh, it's so, continuing to roll towards you. It's moving at about the speed of it's. It's moving at about the speed of a brisk walk. Okay, I'm gonna fire a radiant sunbolt at it. Okay. See if it. See if just the cloud itself maybe is alive or make an attack. If roll. it has any reaction, make an attack roll with your radiant it's, sunbolt. You guys notice Tenshi's gone. Did you I hit, miss the fucking fog? You hit the ground three feet in front of you. All right. Um, I'll hit fire the again. idea, Lavis is going to throw one of the right. candles. At, at the second time you you blast, the, the beam does go into the fog, and as it breaches the fog, the entire sunbeam just blinks out of existence. We should go. We should go right now. We should the get away is, from the fog as, right as, now. As the candle touches the fog, it blinks out of existence. We should go uh, right has, now. Have it been more than half an hour since we exited uh, back to the Heading in the opposite plane? direction, uh, and no, it has not. And okay. kind of taking Theod's hand and attempting to drive a half orc. Uh, Grazo, what were you trying to say? Uh, Inside, bar the doors, either this thing takes the entire town and we all disappear, or something can stop it and we don't. Great. Good plan. Inside, yes. All right, you guys guys run back into the temple. Um, Can I... I'm last in line. I want to see what happens. Do I I remember from my... Yanking Theod along. Yeah, that was the, that was actually my plan. Just grab Yank. Well, yes, the, yes, Graza. Do I do I remember from my experience specifically dealing with monsters, especially the type that haunt? Uh, if I if it is possible for me, not knowing any magic, to ward this place against, I don't know intrusion. Um, you have some like ritualistic wards that you can put up that that works for specific monsters. Yeah. Um, you would have to know what it is you're warding against, though. Can I remember anything like this fog? Yeah. Make a, make a history check. Uh, oh, did history. I make the right check? Uh, I just real shitty. Uh, Thea, oh, yeah, Theod, you made a history check? Yeah, you don't know what it is. And uh, that's Fikir with his eight arcana check. Nope. <laughs> it's a frost giant fart. So you recall... You're a frost giant fart. You recall <laughs> tales... You recall tales of Lavis feeling. Uh, it's I can fog. That. Um, you Graza, you recall tales, and Lavis, this this doesn't fit with any of your teaching, so you you yeah. don't know. Um, Graza, you recall tales of a, a people would call them fog beasts or cloud beasts. Um. In Sloverton, especially, they were they were uh, in, in like rural rural villages or outcroppings of dwarf out, dwarven outposts or mines, uh, where a thick white fog would roll in and it would take the form of creatures and attack people. 
Uh, it's not the same color of fog, but you do recall that there are such a thing as fog beasts that attack people. Foglets, okay. They they do not necessarily make people vanish, but they do. They're, they they that is a thing. Uh, do I remember if any if there was any form of warding against those fog creatures? Could you do anything? Yeah, up, yeah, against I mean, there, the fog. Yeah, there is. Uh, you could it, basically anything that would get rid of fog naturally warded them off. Uh, <laughs> Wind. So, like yeah, like so seven, torches, torches, fire. torches, fire, anything, and 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 fans, things like that. Uh, you recall, you recall a uh, a blood hunter of your order once saved an entire village by having the forges put the billows outward, mm-hmm. you know, and just preventing the fog from coming in. So I will uh, do my best to hand everyone a torch, wave it around, try and disperse the fog if it gets close. This is I'm working with everything that I know right now. Yep. Well, I thought we were going inside. We are. We are heading inside. But if it, if yeah. it seeps within the doors, try and disperse the fog. Anything you can use. The care grins and pulls out his kopesh. Keep your sword, guys. I as as I'm handing people torches, I ignite my blade with my fire right. Okay. Uh, I don't have that one. <laughs> All right. So you you start to blockade the door and you're telling the cleric the priests what are going on. You start and they start helping you blockade and and as you do so, you notice that the the blue fog has now reached the steps of the temple, and it continues to roll on. Fakir, you close the door, and as you close it, the fog comes through the door. Through as the door if, or under the or under the cracks. Through the door, as if the oh, door wasn't there. Oh dear. For care, uh, do you have your uh, do, you have yeah. your, do you have your Eldritch side up? Yep. Uh, this fog is radiating an otherworldly energy. Um, it re- it's it reminds you of the astral plane, but warped. Hmm. Are you standing there while you're staring at it? Uh, he'd be trying to ward it off with his flaming kopesh of chaos. So as you wave, are, are you moving or just standing still? He's moving. Okay, you, you move back, you, you swipe at it with the kopesh, the fog continues to roll in, you see a couple of clerics that were closing windows, vanish, blink out of existence, blink, 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 blink. People around you are starting to vanish as the fog takes them. It's dimensional, everyone. It comes from, well, it seems to be extra planar somehow. Be careful. That draws the requisite snarl from Nerali because she loves extra planar stuff so much. <laughs> she loves extra planar things. Well, do we know another way out of this building? That was the only door we knew of, right? Uh, there, there are other doors. There's also the uh, you know upper floors, but yeah. Something tells me this fog is going to roll over all of us, and there's not too much. Is the, any of the light keeping it keeping it at bay? Any of the fires? As as torches hit the fog, they vanish. Mm. Yeah, Lavis threw a candle. Yeah, I did. And but we can try to go upstairs. If it goes upstairs, just fuck it. Run into it. That's my idea, though. <laughs> All right. That is an awful, horrible idea. Fikir's got a silk rope and he's binding it around one of his wrists. Which part is going upstairs room. or the running into it if it doesn't go the away? The running into it. Okay. I just need... I just needed the 
So are you all having this conversation on the ground floor? No, I'm I, 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 I'm starting to grab people and run as we're having this conversation. I, I notice what I notice what Vicar is doing and take the next link of that rope that he's got and tie it around my wrist. Okay. The two of you are tied together with rope. And then I hand I hand the link over to anyone else who is within range who wants to grab the next link of rope. Flavis do it because do the same. Yeah. All right, you all start to tie yourselves together. Are you still yep. moving while tying? Yeah. Yeah. Make, yep. ac- make acrobatics checks. Yes. As you try to do multiple things at once. Vicar is nimble as fuck. Can I use athletics? No. <laughs> You're tying a rope. Oh, all right. Today hey. I decide to be acrobatic as fuck when it comes to tying ropes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, at, at, Nerali, were you also trying to tie the rope to yourself? Yes. Okay. Everybody gets the rope tied she on itself. As it comes to Nerali's turn to tie, uh, she starts to tie and then trips on a step, uh, <laughs> tum- tumbling backwards as the fog reaches out and Nerali vanishes. Because it's not like I'm a monk and should be dexterous or anything. I know, right? <laughs> You're recovering from being poisoned and almost dead. I mean, you have a plus six. Well, you have a plus six. Well, no, it's just because I roll like I roll. Yeah. Well, Yes, you do. <laughs> I was near the end, close to the fog, so I would have at least tried to catch her. Um, it, it, it was it was a it was a gravity issue. You were also tying yourself on. Cool. And it's just everything's happening at the same time. Nerali vanishes. Wow. Guess it's my plan then. And <laughs> I'm already tied on, though, aren't I? Are you all still trying to go up the stairs, or what? Uh, yep. Yeah. Is the fog following us up the stairs? The fog is not going up the stairs. Norali fell off the stairs into the fog, but the fog has not continued up. It does continue to spread out through the temple, but only on the ground floor. Okay. Keeping an eye on it if it starts to come up. I undo my knot and I jump in the fog after Norali. The odd vanishes. Well, this is going to be a conversation. I feel like this should have been a conversation a while ago. (laughs) Is one of those conversations that we kept putting off? Yeah. Yeah, this is one that we tabled several times, including recently when Theod got poisoned. Okay, the care? Yes. I want you to hold on to this rope. And if you feel it go slack, there is a problem. As I untie the rope from my wrist and just loop it into my hand, as I hold it taut in my hand as I walk through the fog. Alright. Uh, the, the rope goes slack. And Kraza vanishes. <laughs> there's a problem. I think we knew that, but there's a problem. Well, my friend, should we hope for the best? Ah... Uh... I'm asking, I'm not telling. No, I'm just thinking that this is... You notice, as you guys are talking, you notice the fog continues to move. And as it moves through the bottom floor of the temple, you see uh, an end of it phasing back through the door. So, like, it starts to dissipate as it continues moving through the temple. As if it's one mass of fog, not an endless sea of fog. 
Do we see anything on the far side of it? Like, are the people there and reappeared now or anything? Nope. <laughs> um, I, I tap Fakir and cast Death Ward. Ideally a little extra something. Oh, thank you. Uh, the rope doesn't seem to help. Give me a hand. I take Fakir's hand. All right. And Fakir jumps in. All right. The two, Lapis follows. The two of you vanish. <laughs> Everybody make perception checks. Including including Maeve. Or Maeve. Yeah, Maeve. 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 Natural uh, 20. Do I get to add listening or scent or smelling to this? Uh, No. How do I do that? Tracking. Uh, it should be on the core page of your character. No, I sheet. mean, like, is this okay. at all auditory or... And you just click uh, the text that says perception. Yeah. Oh, okay, perfect. Yes! Ah, that's awful. <laughs> uh, so... Because of my hearing, but... Yeah. Um, you find that as, as you know... Sound doesn't seem to work the same way in this area as it did in the previously. Um, you all find yourselves wandering through uh, this fog, and the ground underneath your feet seems to sort of shift every now and again. You wander for a while. Um, Theod, Fakir, Lavis, and Maeve. The, the, the group of you see buildings. Um, <clears throat> Maeve, you see what look like square buildings with uh, with uh, pyramid-shaped roofs and roof, uh, very, you know, out-of-game Oriental-style buildings, like Japanese feudal-era-style buildings. Um, and you find yourself standing on a paved street um, that is covered in this blue fog. N- uh, Narali... Sorry, uh, Fakir... Theod and Lavis, you find yourselves in what looks like the city of Ryujo, outside the temple, like sort of in the city proper. Um, but it's empty. Like, and this fog is sits everywhere, and everything seems a little more gray than it used to. Given that Fakir and I were holding hands when we entered, do we still feel that, or no? Hmm. Okay. You see each other, though. You 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 you're, you're not far away from one another, but the, the the actual act of walking through the the fog shifted where you were in relation to one another. Well, we seem to be all right. Uh, so the, and and all all four of you see each other. Uh, so, uh, Theod, Fakir, and Lavis, please describe yourselves to Maeve. Who sees you for the first time? Um. <clears throat> Fakir is a wood elf. He's uh, pretty lean, even for that race. Uh, his hair is dark. His eyes are as well. Uh, and he's got a tattoo on the left side of his face. Uh, two separate lines, one the bottom one of which curves down, the other which curves up and kind of uh, spirals in a vaguely elven fashion towards the corner of his left eye. Uh, he's 
clad in armor that seems to almost shimmer and bleed into the dim light and shadows nearby. And uh, he's got a drawn blade in his hand uh, that is on fire. Lavis is the halfling, so very short, wearing leather armor. He has sort of curly brown hair, and he looks pretty frantic and is not holding a weapon, but does have a shield with the symbol of Mishakul on it. Uh, Theod is kind of tall. He's 5'10". He's got, like, olive pale gray, olive-ish pale gray skin uh, with long dark hair. Um, and he's wearing uh, <clears throat> some breastplate and He's got a great axe in his hand, um, and the breastplate has a like a smoking skull on the center of the actual chest piece of the breastplate. Um, and he's half orc. Okay, and uh, yeah, and then you you all heard uh, May's description. So yeah, the four of you find yeah. yourselves in an empty street. Um, Graza and Narali, you find each other, um, but you're still in this vast void of fog. The ground underneath you seems to be mostly cobblestone or or paved of some kind, um, and you see each other, but you don't see anything else in the fog around you. Do I see them? No. Uh, Damn. Uh, stay close to me. Yeah. Okay. All right. If I, if I hold, if I hold my my ignited sword into the air, does it help illuminate anything, or is it just the fog is too thick? Uh, it illuminates a bit of the fog, but it feels as if the flames of the fight, like the the flames of your weapon, feel as if they're cold. Like, it doesn't feel... You don't feel any heat coming off the flames in this area. I I should probably... Who had the bag? uh, Huh? Who had the bag? Uh, uh, Fakir, I think. Last I saw, at least. Uh, I should... Just... just First or event round, should probably point out... If we run into anything, we should probably avoid because I'm completely tapped out on healing. Noted. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, let's go. Fakir registers Theod and Lavis both there and then turns to Maeve and takes a half step back. He'll raise the tip of his sword, not threatening but prepared, and simply say, Who are you? Where did you come from? turns around and sort of points behind her over there. Are you a native of Meisuchi then? No. Hmm. And she, uh, she doesn't look like a native. She's her, her outfit is very different from anything you guys have seen previously. (laughs) 
Uh, actually, make a uh, make a history check for care. Hey, this won't go well. <laughs> oh. uh, you rec- you actually recognize her style of dress. You- you've met some. You've met a few of the Valkari people. Uh, some of them were serving aboard the. You know, there were a couple of them serving aboard the uh, the ship that you were on, the, the Zephyr's Wing. Okay. And so you recognize okay. her outfit as as that of a of a uh, Valkari sailor. Right. So she's from the Isles, yeah. based on her clothes. Yeah. Okay. I'm called Fakir. What's your name? Faith. Do you know where we are? No. Fakir's going to roll insight to see if he he thinks she's a threat. (laughs) Okay. Uh, are you a threat, or would you like to hide any anything about you? If so, roll a deception. I'm not a threat. <laughs> and I have nothing to hide yep. at this point. Yep. Maeve is not a threat. You do see... Are, are you looking with your Eldritch Sight? Yes. Uh, you do see magic about her. Uh, partic- okay. Particularly focused along... Uh, the the like the the uh, arteries and veins of her arms. Okay. Other than that, she looks human. Uh, we, yeah. We should best be prepared then. Stay close, yeah, everyone. Uh, Jeremy, Let's see what's out there. Yeah, I'll brandish my hat or my great axe and just start walking with it in both hands. Yeah, I'll wait. Take out my... Wait, have you seen anyone else? We saw people disappear. I sent you a whisper, Jeremy, because we're the only two right next to each other. So we're missing several more that were traveling with us. Right. Uh, in what direction would you like to start walking? You see, you see the wall of Ryujo okay. off to your left, and you see several buildings to your right. And, and so we're outside. Yeah, you're outside. Then look for the temple to see if we can get back in through yep. that. I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll, I, that's. I think we we should go because if because if Nerali fell through the temple and we jumped through there. Well, I jumped through. I don't know what you guys did, but that would seem to be the first place to start looking. Right. Fakir's going to look around for the temple as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, yeah, the temple's there. It's easy enough to find. Is the door shut? Start walking back up the hill. The doors. The doors are indeed shut. Did you bar the door? For care? Yep. So I'm going to try to open it. It does not open. As if it's barred from the other side. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of bars were these? Wooden or. <laughs> How are you metal? reinforcing it? They, they have wooden lock bars, like in them, just as standard. Were you reinforced? Did you reinforce it with anything else, for care? 
No, it would have just been the standard latch. Yeah, so yeah, it's a it's a wooden bar. Like, is it one of the ones that goes all the way across, or just one of the side ones that just blocks it a little bit? It, it, it's all the way across. It would have been set in. Okay. Um. What are you making a nature check for, Fakir? Fakir wants to try and think back and see if he can recall any of the bird calls that were native to Aonia, specifically. Yeah, you can think of a couple. Can he use his flute to try and imitate one? Sure. Make a performance check. You imitate. Oof, terrible. You imitate a, a you know a, a fairly common bird call. As you do, the 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 sharp whistling echo of the flute seems dampened mm-hmm. in this area, as if the fog itself is absorbing the sound around you. Okay. There- He's trying to signal for Graza. Mm-hmm. Graza, make a listening check. Make a hearing perception check. I have advantage on those. Good thing too. <laughs> in the distance, you hear the, the a, a sharp whistling, a, a, as if it's coming from a mile away. But you hear a whistling sound. Her, Neroli, by the way. Yeah, her. Yeah, I. Yes, I. Yeah. We had this conversation earlier today yep. too. Yep. So many pronouns. <laughs> All right. You, yeah, you. So you do hear a, a whistling in the distance, Graza. Is that going to help open the door? That, that sounds. That's not a bird that I've heard. I haven't heard many birds here, actually. Huh? That, you don't. You don't recognize the bird call, but it certainly is a bird. It's something at the very least. Let's go. Okay. I start heading towards it. Follow along. Uh, At least make, we're both fast. Uh, Nerali yeah. and Graza make a perception check. Not uh, hearing, just see. Not hearing? Yep. Damn it. Okay, not bad. Alright. Uh, eventually, Nerali, you find it difficult to navigate, but Graza, you're starting to get used to the way the fog shifts and the way proportions seem to change. And you eventually find yourselves at the gate to Ryujo on the outside. So and they're outside. not. Are they? They're, they're on the other side, aren't they? No, they're on and the other side. I don't know that. They're on the yeah, inside. Yeah, they're on the inside. And I don't know that. You don't know that. But you find yourself at the gate, and you you recall the the giant uh, dragon like emblazing sort of emblem of the of this of the doors. Um, it seems slightly different though, as if it has moved. The door is closed. The emblem is there, but. Like, you recall the dragon statue being different than the way it is now. You're not sure how, though. It's not like religious iconography is a thing that I'm good at, so. (laughs) (laughs) This is wrong. Yeah. um... And on that revelation, we're going to pause it for just a second. And we're back. All right. So, uh, yes, Graza and Norella, you just encountered the door. Uh, so I, I, I run up to it and put my hand on it. Is Does it open if I try and push? You recall that it opens outward. It opens outward. Do I, do I try and pull on it? Does it open? No. I, I, I 
like rattle it a bit, and as it doesn't open, I get a bit frustrated, and I okay. just kind of kick the door. Graza, uh, okay. Um, how tall is it? Uh, Fakir, really quick, Fakir, Theod, Maeve, and Lavis make me perception checks for hearing. <laughs> Wait, no, I can re-roll that. Okay. Natural one halflings with re-rolls. Okay, you all I'm hear... I'm so glad I'm getting use out of that now. You all hear what sounds like the distant, a distant clang coming from the wall. I'll turn around. Evil things trying to get in, or Pardon? other people trying to get in. It's probably undead again. Let's go find out. Okay. Okay. Undead, undead. I can deal with. Undead again. In the Fikir always just assumes it's undead. <laughs> How tall is the, the wall? Uh, it, it is about uh, 100 feet tall. The, the door is just slightly under that. Get it, getting getting thwarted, get it, getting frustrated with being thwarted. I just kind of punch the door. All right, you punch the door. Roll me a d6. Do you break your hand, a finger? You take one point of damage from punching the door. Okay, I don't care. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm going to try to. Odds are probably not great, but you never know. Um try to visually sort of plot a course that I could go do a jump, 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 jump to try and get up the wall. Uh, which knowing me like, will like, turn out great. Like using the doorway? Using the doorway, using whatever. The doorway's too wide for you to do that? Um, well, the doorway or cracks in the wall or, or anything. Uh, the walls are very flat. On, like, like, there's not really a whole lot of cracks or handhelds. There are places where you could theoretically climb. Um, it looks like it would be very difficult, though. Uh, outside of climbing on the uh, dragon that is emblazoned on the door, the dragon. Which looks, I'm not going to do. It looks actually no. It it looks like there's plenty of good handholds on that, <laughs> but it's on the door. It's, it it won't necessarily because then you have to get around the arch to get up to the top. But it would get you. It would get you the farthest up. But there's no guarantee that you'll be able to get onto the wall from there. The care is trying to be stealthy, but then realizes he's carrying a drawn blade that's on fire. Yep. Yeah, it doesn't care. So, um, is there a slit in this wall, where in this door, where where it would open? Yeah. Can, is it wide enough for me to try and slide my sword through it? Yeah. I will attempt to do that. Okay, you slide your sword through it. And then I attempt to slide up to try and like see if I hit like a barrier in the way. You slide up. There's nothing it, in your reach. Nothing. Nothing between the between the doors. Not until you hit the dragon tail. Until I hit the tail of the dragon. Yeah. <sighs> Doesn't look like it's barricaded. It just won't open. Too heavy or whatever. <sighs> All right. Uh, so those on the I inside mean, of the wall. Are you are you just walking directly towards the wall, or what are you doing? Wherever the um, noise was. Walking towards the sound. Right, so failing you, to be stealthy. You eventually find your way over to the gate, and you recognize the gate. You realize though that you're looking at it from the outside. 
Like, you're inside the city, but this is the view you remember from outside the gate. Complete with... Do we see a sword sticking through? No. You do, however, see the dragon on it, uh, and it looks weird. It looks like it's changed from the last time you saw it. Uh, can I make a religion check on that? Sure. And Fakir's looking at it with his magic eyeballs. Uh, Fakir, I mean, it looks like the rest of this place looks vaguely magical, but not for any specific reasons. Okay. Um, Fuck it, I'm going to give it a try. It's a, it's a, well, you notice that it, it's not Bahamut. Because this dragon has multiple heads. Um, Bahamut has one head, guys. <laughs> this, is, this is not good. You, you uh, know it's not Bahamut because it has multiple heads. You don't know who it is, but you you, you know it's got five heads. Adam game, we know who it is. No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're right. talking about. Hey, does Fakir know who it is? Fakir, you... I've this, been a religion on the outside, too. This is, uh, this is, this is Tiamat. Uh, Nerali, as you look up uh, at the, the dragon, hey, you, you suddenly realize that that's not Bahamut, that's Tiamat. Oh my. Uh, isn't, isn't Tiamat like the wrong bitch queen of all the horrible dragons? You, you, okay, so you know what we've been that much. saying about Bahamut, right? Yes. This is the opposite. I look up this at the is, dragon. This is the, the, uh-huh. the, the the um uh, the queen of all evil. Huh. Um, with that name, does Lavis gain any further insight? You look. Oh, that that is Tiamat. Yeah, that's yeah that that is Tiamat. That's oh. bad. That's not good. Um. So since we're like everybody, get in the back. <laughs> can we actually hear each other on the others on opposite nope. sides of the gate? Okay. Nope. Screw this it. is the direction that the noise came from, though, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to start climbing. All right. I don't, feel, gonna put his I don't feel so the... concerned about potentially desecrating a symbol to Tiamat than I do <laughs> of Bahamut. Uh, what, what was Fakir doing? Fakir's going to put his hand on the image of Tiamat and use nature sense. Okay. Uh, Ability. You do not sense anything. Okay. Just got this ability. This hasn't been useful. I mean, in this in this particular instance, you, you finally you know you think if you sense if you touch the ground, you don't sense anything either. Like nothing comes to right. you. Right. Um, mm-hmm. You do, however, feel warmth as you touch it. Uh, so do you, Narali. Okay. Like this. This is not a like the emblem. You you reach up to grab it to start climbing, and it feels warm underneath your hands. It's the only warm thing in this area. Dad's gonna turn to Maeve and say, "Do you have any ideas? Do you what? What is this place?" I don't know. You want to roll a nature check? Sure. Roll a nature check. Let's find out. Um. So the the whistling noise that I heard came from the direction of this door, right? Yes. Uh. So, so you, Maeve, you you you, not a hundred percent sure, but. You definitely feel like you're not on the prime material plane, or at least not, not on the prime material plane you remember. Uh, you you couldn't say if you're on a different plane, but it's not the same plane. So I, I take my sword 
and I just kind of turned around and used the pommel and just boom, 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 on the door. Uh, Fakir, make a listening check. Make a perception check. I'm still cl- I'm still going to start climbing. Uh, make me an athletics check, Norley. <clears throat> Twelve. You hear a th- distant hey. thump, thump, thump from the door. Uh, Norley, you start to climb. You you find that the, that the emblem itself is actually pretty easy to, to climb. It's cool. got lots of handholds and lots of places where you can jump off of, and you start to make progress up the emblem. All right. Does Vicar have his spell slots back yet? Uh, you haven't. Have you been actively? Re- you haven't really been actively resting. Okay. Like you've been doing things, making checks. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> So yeah, Maeve, uh, Maeve, you you feel like you're on a different plane, but not a different plane at the same time. Yeah, I don't, I, if you care to share that, that's up to you. But that's what you feel. Okay. I pause. I take the pummel of his his sword and pound back on the door. Graza, make a listening check, listening perception check. Yeah, it's just gonna yell, Nerali, Graza. Uh, you hear faintly from the other side of the door Theod yelling and a poom, poom, poom. I take my sword and stick it through the door again. Okay. You stick and I wait door. for a second. Does Vicar get stabbed in the chest? <laughs> nope. I, I, I try and I try and turn I the sword. That's a good thing. I, I try and turn the sword to see if it has any room to move. Um, Like turn sideways or up no, and down? Like, like, like paddle, like horizontally. Oh, a little bit, not a lot. So it's probably still. It's probably even even through its length. It's probably still in the door. Potentially, yeah. Yeah. So I pull it back out, resheath it. This door is too thick. I. How thick? How 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 wide is the crack between the doors? Very thin. Mm. Don't know that I can actually. <laughs> Terrible like, idea. Like you wouldn't um, be able to get, like if you tried to, you could put your fingers in it, but it would be tight. That thing. Question. How did they open the doors when we came to the city? Make a make a intelligence saving throw. Me. Yeah. Okay. You're trying to remember something that you that you weren't yeah. paying attention to. Lavis is so smart. You do not remember. And then I vocalized that. How did they open the doors when we got here? Anyone that would like to remember, except for Maeve, who wasn't here and doesn't know where here is, um, can make an intelligence saving throw. I, I take I, I, I take a thin piece of wood from my from my tinderbox that None is that, that is thick enough to that is thin enough to fit through the door and I kind of line it up and I just kind of shunt it through with my hand. Okay, it goes it, go, it goes through. And I hope I, I, I sit and I hope that it got through and that someone was on the other side to notice it. It goes through. Nobody uh, nobody in the other group noticed anything. Okay. Like, are, are we hearing this noise coming from the door right in front of us, or is it, like, but just behind the door? Behind the door, not from the door. 
Okay. Am I getting here's, close to the top? Here's an idea. Make it an athletics check. I maybe they're on the other side of the city. Uh, you're about halfway up the statue now, Norelli. I think you're just waiting for waiting until my actual role, my usual roles come about. <laughs> yeah, how high are these walls? Uh, they're like a hundred, a hundred feet tall. So, yeah, no, I, I was kidding. I've got a while to go. Oh, okay. <laughs> Three checks, in fact. <laughs> Takara opens his uh, book of shadows, and the walls are stone, right? Yeah. And murmurs to himself for about a minute and then vanishes into the stone surface. Okay. Mm. Do you know where he went? When stuff like that happened, you would mention whatever plan you have first. What are you trying to do, Ficker? Oh, he's just casting meld into stone because he needs to chill a little bit and get his spell slots back. Okay. You meld into the stone. But he can cast that rich. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, looking around, are there any, like, windows or, like, stained glass? Nope. Looking at the dragon, is there anything off about the dragon? Like, does it appear to have any moving parts? Other than the fact that it's Tiamat? Uh, yes. Make a perception check. Visual. I mean, I figured that one would be visual. Uh, you notice that, um, one of the, one of the, uh, the, 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 like, down the tail, there are, like, spikes protruding from the scales. And you notice that one of the spikes that Nerali did not use to climb, uh, seems slightly different from the rest. Can I read you from where I'm standing? Yeah, it's like a little, little above high level. How different does it look? Uh, like it, like, uh, like it's, like it was attached later. I reach it and grip it. Does it move if I try and pull it yeah, in any direction? Yeah, yeah, it, it it jiggles a little bit as if it can move. And I try and pull it out. You pull it out and you hear a sound. Narali, make an athletics check. <laughs> <laughs> I have slow fall. We hear a large boom on our end. <laughs> I'm glad I have slow fall. Uh, Norelli, uh as you try to climb, you hear you feel the door suddenly shake, uh, and you that shake jostles you loose, and you you just like fall backwards into space. In that momentary, <sighs> damn it! <laughs> and you slow fall. Yes. Graza trying to kill the party. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, so the other side, you hear what sounds like stone grinding, but nothing happens to the door in front of you. Does this door open? Yeah, it starts to swing open. As it does, you 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 see fog billow out from the from the between the doors. Yeah. Here we go again. I step to the side of the door. Well, I mean, it's it's the same colored fog that's surrounding you already. Oh, okay, yeah, it's, um, it's just more of the same. Okay, yeah, Never more mind. of the same. And it billows past you, and the doors open up into what looks like an open field. You see grass beyond. This is strange. It's Tiamat Heaven. She's been misunderstood are... this whole time. She draws yeah, can her, I she, get, like, um, 
I don't even know what it would uh, arcana, nature, religion, something. Nature? To guess what this might. Nature. Okay. Hey! Both of her swords. Yeah. Uh, so you recall talk of... You remember when you were at the Magisterium, you overheard a conversation between a couple of mages. Okay. Um, you recall talk of material planes that existed in parallel to the prime material plane. Um, they would to, to to all for all intents and purposes they're invisible to the natural eye to to most mages they're not ever a thing that really interacts with the prime material plane but it's almost as if if you the the the, the analog you heard was if you had a bookshelf lined with books and the centermost book was the prime material plane there are in theory in, in theory copies of the material plane to the left and right of it and then to the left and right of that to the left and right of that to the left and right of that ad infinitum whereas the shelf above would be the celestial planes and the shelf below would be the infernal planes meanwhile in the middle where you know at the 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 uh, border between these things are the astral plane and the feywild um, meanwhile on that shelf theoretically stretching to infinity are multiple different instances of the material plane. You imagine this you know this isn't a celestial or an infernal plane. You would know that you would know if it was yes. instinctly because of what you are. <laughs> yeah. yep. Um you it, it feels to you like the material plane but different. And so you can only imagine it's one of those alternate material planes. We're um, not on our world. So uh, Graza draws both of her swords and ignites and ignites both of them. Not in the, not in the combat stance because you you can't two up and fight with non light weapons, especially if you don't have the stance. But just so that I can drop one if I need to make a snap judgment of silver or non silver. Nerali <laughs> says Nerali says that is the appropriate reaction right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Meanwhile, on the other side, what are you guys doing? Uh, so we just heard a like cracking sound somewhere. You heard a rumbling the... sound past the door. Well, if he's gonna rest, so am I. Who's out there? I'm. Lavis is calling. Uh, Graza and Narali make a listening check. Uh, Graza, you hear who's out there in the distance, very faintly. It takes my years to hear this, but perhaps. Can you hear us? I shout. Uh, everybody on the other side, make perception checks. I think I stepped in something. I'm a little focused <laughs> on that right now. I think you have disadvantage. Because he's in a wall. Oh, he's in a wall, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if he's, if Fakir is resting, then so is the, uh... Um... Maeve, you hear you hear that very distantly, very you know, very faintly in the distance. No one else hears it. I am going to hold on. Walk I'm going to slow, walk very slowly and very carefully. Hold on, before we do that, I am going to cast just a simple light spell past it. Basic 
walk up to the edge of the, where the door would be so I'm not passing through and throw it the full 20 feet distance so from where light, I'm at. Light has to be imbued on an object. It's not It's not just... The ground. Yeah. An no, object. An object... An object on the ground. An object whose scale you can comprehend. <laughs> so yes, a stone. A discrete object. Aska, you're you're the only one who seems. I don't have the volume control. Can you ask them if they could see any? If they could see light. Well, uh, real quick, I can't, uh, re- really, good really quick, Maeve, do you tell anybody that you hear Graza yelling? No. Okay. All right. Back to the rest. I'll I'll shout out to them again and ask if they can see anything. All right. Everybody on the other side, make listening checks. Fucking thing won't come off my boot. High wisdom. Uh, Maeve, you hear you hear the question. Uh, Lavis, you also hear the question. All right. Um. Do I recognize the voice or just hear a question? No, it's so distant that you can't okay. make out who it is. There's a door in front of us. Perception checks on the other side. <laughs> Yay, advantage. Graza, you hear it. Well, that answers one question. We're looking for another door. Jeremy's louder and Norley's like, how can you hear that? No, no, you you heard it too. Oh, okay. good. I don't think so. I think. Okay. This is sort of a um, uh, but a shot in the dark. But that's all we have right now. I think they are not in the same physical place as we are. Well, they're close enough to be heard. I have... I, I, I feel... My suspicion is somewhere out there there's some kind of open portal or something that we're communicating through. Well, let's try and find it then. Let's head through the door. Maybe it'll... Maybe we'll get... Th- maybe that's where it the portal is. Okay. You walk through the door. Alright. Other side of the wall. Uh, Fakir will say you've had long enough to rest to recover your spells now because this is taking a little bit. Alright. Short rest. We'll um, so. say you, you guys have all Fakir had a short rest. The wall. We'll say you've all had a short rest during this time so feel free to use your hit dice to recover if you need to. Anything, <laughs> that, you, anything, that, anything that you get back on a short rest you get back now. Yay key points. Fakir is going to investigate the door and try and find some way to bypass it. Nope. <laughs> it's a door. All right. Well. Does anybody else see Fakir looking and want to do the same thing? Sure. Uh, you can make a perception check or an investigation check. Oh, wait. Doing perception. I was like, Mer. Uh, Maeve, you notice that one of these one of these spikes on the tail of uh-huh. Tiamat is different from the rest. Fiat, you do as well. Different how? Like as if it was attached after the fact. I go up to it and I pull it. 
You pull it, and the door starts to slowly open up. Do we hear that? Uh, make a perception check. Nope. Nope, you don't. As the door as the door opens, Nerali does. Oh. Nerali not only hears it, Nerali hears it strangely behind you. Yeah, I see Nerali turn. I see Nerali turn, and I turn to where she's looking. Um, so the the door opens up, and fog billows out through it. And as it does, you see on the other side of the wall is an open grass field. <clears throat> we open the, the door. Lavis calls to whoever's on the other Wait, who what? we were talking to before. Make a perception check. The care has walked through into the grass. Um, Nerali and Graza, you both hear we open the door from behind you. From behind us, as in where we came in, or, we, or from behind us, as in behind where we're looking now. From behind we're, us, from behind you, where you came from, the door that you guys opened. You hear it from there. Yes, yeah, so we are. We're, we're overlapped each other, sort of. Yeah, I, I look towards. They're that here, door. but not here. You don't see anything at the door. The care's got his magic. I tell can see them the border, borders of reality eyes on, and he's walked through and yeah. he's looking around. Yeah. Uh, it, it, Again, this it like the fog seems vaguely vaguely reminiscent of the astral plane, but mm-hmm. it seems almost exactly the same as it did in the material plane that you were, came from. Like you can definitely tell you're not in the astral plane. Right. You can tell you're not in any of the celestial or infernal planes. Uh, you can, and I don't see any of those cracks in the sky. No. Okay. You guys walk through and continue walking through. Uh, do you, sure. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, <sighs> Nerali and Graza, are you guys standing still or walking still? Uh, I'm standing still right now, looking okay. through where the sound came from. Can try. Can you tell them that we're sort of overlapped? Where we're we're. we're I don't think I have the words for what you need to say. If you need them to understand it, you need to say it yourself. Oh, oh, no, wait. I can do this. I, so I cast Thaumaturgy. Yay, Venity. There we go. Okay. So it comes out super loud, but still in this soft sort of stumbling over self voice. <laughs> so, uh, guys, we're, we're, um, we're overlapped. We're, we're... We're like we're in a mirror of each other's worlds, I think. All right. Uh, Fakir, Theod, Lavis, and Maeve make perception checks. One of these days, they teach you how to breathe deep and shout loud. Shouting loud is when you get angry. I don't like Uh, to get angry. Fakir and Lavis, you hear that. Or when you need someone to hear you. The other two do not. I don't have. Can it. I pinpoint a direction it come, or a point coming, of origin? It's coming from behind you. Um, 
Like not and not at the door, but somewhere between you and the door. Alright. And it's very it's faint. It's very faint, as if like you can figure out that it, the sound is coming from between you and the door, but it still sounds like it's coming from miles away. Um what sort of check would I have to make to understand the content of the uh, nature or nature or arcana? Okay. Um, I, I, for you, yeah. also religion might also work because the planes are. I'll take, you know, I'll take the thing I have proficiency in. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, Fakir, uh, Lavis, If you want, you can also make an arcana check, Maeve. Uh, Again, to try to not not because you heard what he said, but or what she said, but sort of extrapolate on your own thoughts. Uh, Theod, you didn't hear what what she said, so. Um, oh yeah, that's right. Never mind. Lavis, you 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 sort of grasp what he's saying. What what she's saying, Fikir, you suddenly it suddenly clicks. That uh-huh. oh, alternate material planes, alternate alternate material plane. Uh, and right. Maeve, you you also suddenly realize that thing that was cooking in the back of your head. It's, oh, right, alternate material planes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, the three of you sort of click that at the same time. Do I have any sense <clears throat> on, given that I've been using this sort of planar boundary site over the last few weeks and that sort of the thing. Any idea on where, if we might be able to all pull ourselves towards the same dimension somehow, or if there's anything we can do that way? You're not 100% sure? You've never been to this plane before? Mm-hmm. And you've never really crossed... You've seen the boundaries of planes, but you've not crossed them before. Except, okay. for, except for when your patron calls you. Um, mm-hmm. and that's not you crossing that's him pulling right and I don't think my dimension door boots could do anything no okay uh, this, 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 whole, this whole time while this plane has basically been trying to confound people uh, Graz has been kind of seething and she kind of finally boils over and she's kind of starts shouting angry, and just swinging her swords left and right just at the air as you swing at the air, uh, 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 um, you you suddenly realize you, you swing and the fog parts from your blade, and then the fog coalesces, and everybody starts to see, regardless of which side of this alternate plane thing you're on. Uh, a few feet away from you, well, actually, like fifty feet away from you, the the fog starts to coalesce, and it forms this giant dragonoid figure that just sort of slams down on all fours. Does it have five heads? No, it only has one. Okay, good. Uh, Sort of looks at you. And me? All of you. Like, it's it's looking at Graza. It's also looking at Lavis and Fakir and and Mayor. Fresh prey. Finally, something I can fight! <laughs> I need everybody to roll initiative checks. This has been a really bad day. As we fight 
Through dimensions. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. That's awful. Finally, hold on a second. <laughs> I would like to point out that we only got a short rest, which means Yay! I did not get any of my healing spells back, Raza. <laughs> I just need to point that out. I got my hit points back. Well, most of them. Because the right ended, so. Let's see. I need a thing. So this dragon that stands before you all appears to be made out of the very mist that surrounds you. It doesn't seem to be, you know, it doesn't seem to be like a, a, a standard chromatic dragon or anything like that, but um, it's definitely dragonoid in nature. Um, and made of the same sort of bluish, bluish gray mist that surrounds you all. So, let's see. Who all rolled initiative? We have... Alright, who's not on it? We've got Fakir, Nerali, and Lavis at 20, 22, and 17. I got We've 14. We've got... Theod, Maeve, and Graza. Theod got a 14. Maeve got a 14. Which one of you has the higher decks? Uh, probably Maeve, because I have no modifier. I have 19 in decks. Yeah. All right. Yep. Maeve has the higher modifier. I have 11 total. (laughs) All right. Let's see what the dragon got. Roll the one. Do, do, do. Do, do, do. Do, 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 do. It actually has a zero modifier to its decks, interestingly enough. Um, yeah, I mean, it's super big, so. It's true. It is pretty big. Hard to be dexterous when you're that huge. Alright, it got an 11. Alright, so, uh, Lavis, it's your turn first. Okay. So I'm having an awful day, and a dragon showed up just saying that I was prey. So that, let's hit that um, first thing. <laughs> and then I summon my... Wait a second. The yeah, I'm going to summon a first-level spiritual weapon. Just right next to it. Okay. Spear because I have a theme. A big spear. Alright. Do do do. And that can attack on the turn it's summoned. Mm -hmm. 
Or level two, technically. Yoink. It's a spear. <laughs> and it's attacking, and it misses. Okay. That's not great. The, uh, the, so the spear lunges in, and sort of the, the, it, 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 you've, you've, it looks like it penetrates the side of the dragon, but it, you don't, it doesn't feel like it connected at all. It feels oh. as if it hit fog. Hmm. Fog dragon, let's try something that's slightly less physical, I guess. Um, and I guess I'll just cast Sacred Flame. Alright. DC is what? Isn't uh, it an action to cast Spirit Weapon? What? Isn't it an action to cast Spirit Weapon? Bonus, bonus. action. Bonus, no, it's bonus action to manipulate, but it's an action to like... Bonus, action, action, to bonus, action, to, bonus action to cast. That's why I cast it all the time. Oh. So what's the DC for uh, Sacred Flame? What's the 15. DC for second? Fifteen. All right. Uh, it it. So you called out the fire, and it sort of dissipates around the f- dragon. Right. Right. For care. Um, we're going to cast hex on it. And then we're going to move. Giving it disadvantage on what? Uh, disadvantage on, let's say, strength. Okay. Strength checks. It has been hexed. Okay. And then Eldritch Blast. All right. Roll your attacks. That misses. 16. 16 misses. 26. A 26 hits. Roll damage. 7 points of damage. So the, the, your first Eldritch Blast just sort of dissipates into the fog. The second one strikes true, and you feel it impact firmly on the dragon's torso. Yeah, right. Alright, Nerali. You see... You see an impact of something on the dragon's torso. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not sure what caused it, but you definitely you see it react to a hit that you couldn't see. Okay. Um, well, I only got one thing to really use at it, unless I go actually up and start kicking it fog. So, radiant sun bolts it is. All right. Miss. Keeve for two more. Miss. Miss. Yep. So again, these, these sun bolts just... And they just sort of arc past the dragon and its wings, fizzling out as they pass. And uh, one, two, three, four. Get a little closer. Uh, Maeve, there's a dragon in front of you. Uh, although the first instinct is to run, uh, perhaps that would not be the 
the best option here. Um, so I will attempt to hit it with the uh, acid splash. Okay. So that is a dexterity save, I believe, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. DC 7, DC 15 save. Uh, it rolls, or DC, yeah. It does not make the save. And so you, uh, what does your acid splash look like? It's uh, blue, and it just sort of rains out of my hands. All right. So Maeve steps forward and flicks her hands out, and this fountain of blue, uh, acidic-seeming liquid just pours out and sprays across the fog dragon, impacting on the fog, and you hear this hissing sound as as it burns away some of the fog. And uh, so, the, those of you that are in the same plane as Maeve see it, you know, see the, the, the thing. Uh, Norelli and Graza, you guys see bits of the fog start to singe and steam. Theod. Okay. Bonus action. I'm oh, going wait, to wait, 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 wait. Maeve, do you want to move anywhere or do you want to just stay in that position? Um, I will uh, stay where I am. Okay. Okay, so first thing I'm going to do is use my bonus action to uh, cast an amplified blood curse of mutual suffering on this thing. So real quick, let me roll this. Oh yeah, because your your thing works even if they don't have blood. Exactly. What's the the save for that? There is no save. Okay. It just, just if it does damage to me, it takes the full amount of damage. Um, it just so, is. Um, is it though? Let's find out. It's yep. just cursed. Yep. As a bonus uh, action, link link yourself to a creature, sharing the pain they inflict upon you. It's specifically when the cursed creature damages you. So if something yeah. else damages you, the curse doesn't happen. And if it damages something else, the curse doesn't happen. It's just yeah, if it so hits you. If it hits me, it takes the full amount of damage that it does to me. Have you? Yeah. Well, it takes the damage that it does to you as necrotic, correct? Yes, as necrotic. And since you amplified it, it ignores necrotic resistance. Yeah. If it has a resistance, since I amplified it, it ignores it. Doesn't ignore immunity, but does ignore resistance. Okay. So that's just if it hits me. So that's my bonus action. The rest of it is... I have something else. There we go. Okay. Why can't, why can't I move him? What? Why can't you move what? My character. I don't know. Why can't you move it? I don't know. Are you in the ruler? No. I can select him, but I can't move him. Try using the arrow keys. Sometimes that works if the screen interface is weird. Get right up in his face. There you go. Uh... And then I'm going to swing with, uh, I can't use a bonus action to activate my right, so just regular axe. Okay. Um, one second. Uh, that hits. Roll damage. All right. You impact on the, uh, the torso of the fog dragon. And the next one. And that hits as well. 
And again with the impact. Uh, actually, I get to re-roll that because it was a two. Okay. All right. So, yep, that's that's me. All right. Do you swing the axe through the fog? You see, you definitely feel some resistance as you pass through the fog, but it's not as much as you were hoping it would be. Yeah. Uh, it is now its turn. Let's see. Uh, so the dragon shifts to one side. Uh, rears back and beats its wings, and I need everybody to make a wisdom saving throw. Does the get an attack of opportunity from the move? Yeah, he left my... Uh, he left my space. Actually, he, he's, he's actually so large he did not leave your oh, space. Okay. Okay, well, well, it was just farther back on the map. Yeah. Well, now it looks like he's sharing a space with the spear. Uh, yeah. The, the, spear does not, the spear does not prevent that. The no, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> he is sitting right next to the thing that can be jabbed oh. into. <laughs> oh. All right. Cool. So, everyone who did not make a... Let's see. I rolled almost as low as I possibly could. I did. Anyone who did anyone who did not make a DC nineteen check. Oh, so Mave is the only one who made it. <laughs> uh, are frightened for one minute. So you are frightened. You have the status frightened. Everyone except for Mave. I believe I might not be. Because I'm a halfling. Immune to fear, aren't they, or something like that? I'm going to check. Because I definitely have something that affects being frightened. I might just get advantage on the save. Yeah, check and see what your thing is. I have advantage on saving throws against being frightened. So roll again. Yay. You are not frightened. Yeah, yeah. Halfling. <laughs> As I'm trying to find an appropriate frightened thing. Uh, so again, frightened just means that you can't move. You, you can only take your action to move away. You can't move uh-huh. closer. I think is what that means. Yeah, no, disadvantage, you have disadvantage on attack rolls and you can't uh, yeah. move closer, but you yeah. can't attack it. That's it. Disadvantage on attacks against it cannot move willingly move closer. So Lavis and Maeve were that, two, uh, but are not frightened. Uh, was that a was that a magical effect or a spell? Uh, it was no. It was a natural effect. It was a it was okay. a right. yeah a natural ability. A okay. dragon just roared at you. Yeah, a dragon, a dragon roared at you. Um, okay. And uh, once it did that, it now rears back its head and unleashes a volume of black fog from its mouth. That just. <laughs> Billows out, engulfing Theod, uh, Lavis, Maeve, and Nerali. And Graza. So Theod, Graza, Nerali, everybody except for Fakir, basically. 
Everybody except for Fakir, make a dexterity saving throw. Okay, I'm going to ask in advance this time, is this a poison effect? No. Okay. Uh, Wait, is dexterity, how do I do a saving throw? Uh, Find the part of the list of things that's above the other part, which has your save proficiency. Yeah, the wisdom save that you just did, it's above that. I can re-roll that. And I'll be right back. Got it. Re-roll that. Still another one. Actually I, had, I had one one, and now I actually am getting ones. Two weeks in a row. Fortunately, yeah. critical critical failures on deck saving throws do not do double damage. Otherwise, uh, so everyone, everyone except for Nerali and I mean and Fakir, obviously because he's not in range, takes. Let's see how many. How many is this? It's that many. Okay. Uh, everyone except for Nerali takes 60 points of necrotic damage. Jeez! Nerali takes 30. Six, six zero? Six, six zero. zero. Yes. And I'm dead. You're unconscious. <laughs> You're not dead. You're unconscious. There's a difference. One is easier to fix. <laughs> yes. You are unconscious, not dead. I'm extremely unconscious. You are, uh, you are at zero. I'm at negative I... 10. You negative negatives don't exist in fifth ed. Yeah, just straight zero. Unless you hit oh. negative, unless you hit negative, your total health number, you're reduced to zero. Okay, all right. So oh. six zero points of damage. Yes, yes, sixty points of damage. Okay, I have yeah. one zero points left. <laughs> I don't even have that. I have eight points left. It, okay, so am I assuming that, that almost everyone else just fell unconscious? No, not it. Not no. I think Maeve's the only one that, that fell unconscious. Nerali took thirty. <laughs> oh, Nerali okay. took thirty, not not sixty. I am still. I I am still standing. And Fakir took nothing. It's surprising, which it's, never happens. It's interesting that. Uh, you know, everybody just decided to stay in a small clump, except for Grosset. I didn't get a yet. chance to move, I know. asshole. didn't have a chance to move, I know. <laughs> I, I moved first and moved up away from everybody. It's not my fault that everybody else decided to congregate. It's true. <laughs> I'm congregating because Cure Wounds does more health. All right. Uh, Graza, it's your turn. Um. Grala, who's already been kind of like extremely frustrated and not at all happy in this in this place, uh, is now going to transform and back away. <laughs> transform and step back. All right, uh, Lavis. Maybe okay. just fell unconscious next to you. Yeah. Uh. New. New person has... Okay. Moving there. I'm going to cure wounds as my action. That... I just... First level, because that's what I've... That's what I've got some of. Maybe you have 13 hit points back. 
you are right. wait a minute. You are conscious. Okay. And then as my bonus action, I'm gonna swing my magic spiritual weapon spear. Okay, make an attack. Ah. Is the spear's damage radiant? Yes. Okay. As is my cantrip. Alright, it hits. Roll damage. I can't do much other than radiant damage, actually. I mean, you're you're doing something. Mm. Alright, uh, Fakir. You just saw it unleash black fog. That hurt a lot. Well, except for you, because you were outside of it. Yep. Which is why he's casting greater invisibility on himself. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, hmm, nope. And moving to here. Okay. All right. And Narali. <sighs> Son of a bitch. Um... How about that? Need just one second. Um, it's not a good thought, but when are Nerali's thoughts ever good ones? Um, so Nerali is going to one, five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Oh, no, I can't do... Son of a bitch! I can't do that because I'm afraid, so I can't get closer. Um, you can repeat the saving throw at the end of your turn. Uh, Graza, make a, make a, a wisdom oh. saving throw, by the way. And Fakir and Nerali. Not Nerali yet. Graza and Fakir make saving throws. No. Graza, you're still afraid. Fakir, you are no longer afraid. That's uh I also needed the wisdom saving throw for not going feral from <laughs> taking damage. You so were that you didn't take damage while you were transformed. Oh uh, that's true, I transformed after taking damage. Yeah. That's Graza? Yeah. Okay. So this is not moving closer. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. No. That would be distinctly running away. I'm trying to skirt around, yeah, around the side of it. Keep the same distance. Just get around the side of it. Okay. And then I'm going to fire off my sun bolts with my disadvantage because I hit so well when I don't have adv- when I don't have disadvantage. Do it. Uh. Miss. 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 Yep. I. Alright. Maeve, you are oh, and conscious my again. Save. Oh yeah, saving throw for Norelli. Wisdom saving throw. You are still frightened. You don't have disadvantage. Well, no. Yeah, 15? You're still frightened. Still frightened? Okay. Yep. Maeve, you're awake again. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to back up. All right. Like over there. <laughs> and then I'm going to... Uh, 
Firebolt. All right. That'll hit. Roll damage. Uh, click it in the chat. Uh, uh, so click the uh, yeah, click the name of Firebolt in the chat. Oh, sorry. There it is. You did it. Five. Five points of fire damage. And it catches on fire. The firebolt just sort of hits the fog and. Alright. Uh, Theod. Um, did, when Lavis used the Radiant, uh, the, not the Radiant, uh, Sacred Flame, did I notice if it did any more impact than normal? Sacred Flame never hit. The Spear did. Oh, Sacred. The Radiant Flame hit. Or the Radiant Spear hit. The Radiant Spear, okay. Um, did it do any more damage when it did hit? Or did it look like... It's made of fog, you really can't tell. You can only okay. tell by feel. Okay. Well, then yeah, I'm just going to use my Right of the Dawn. Um, and so I subtract that by... Uh, I'm going to use... Oh, shit. I'm pretty certain you've taken more than more than enough damage that you don't lose anything when you activate your right. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I didn't have full health to begin with, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to use my bonus action to second wind, because I can do that now. Yay, second wind. So, Part fire. Yep. So I get five hit points back. So I'm at 15. Whoops. Wrong way. Uh, 15 and then, yeah, seems decent. <clears throat> and it keeps swinging away. Make your attacks. Miss. Miss. Uh, I had disadvantage anyway, so. Yeah, missed anyway. So I guess that was the first one. <clears throat> yep. Uh, we'll just make that easier. Miss. Okay. You start swinging wildly out of fear at the dragon and missing. And make your wisdom safe. You still are afraid. When you're afraid, can you make a tax opportunity? Yes. Yeah. Doesn't say. I just, I just, just okay. okay. I mean, all right. Uh, you get an attack opportunity as it moves away from you because you are no longer a threat. Uh, it flies over to Lavis. Oh, joy. Yeah, actually, hit it on his way out. Uh, yeah, you hit on the way out. Dealing nine, dealing nine damage as you swift the air. Uh. Uh, and he did not leave the spear. Uh, actually, no, the spearhead would have been over there. So yeah, the spear gets also, also gets a tackle opportunity. Okay. I don't think the spear can take a tackle opportunity. Can it not? Because it's not, it's not a creature. It's just something that she controls. He. But yeah. He. Uh, I, don't that know. I don't know. Why is it just... Why is it Lavis specifically? No, I don't know. I guess because Lavis is very matronly in personality. Yeah. It's amusing. Like, La- Lavis keeps trying to be the, like the team mom. Trying to keep everybody safe and Lavis is... A guy, but he's certainly the team mom. 
Uh, that's right, I guess. It doesn't get an attack opportunity. Never mind, then. Uh, so the dragon comes over. Is that, is that... What? What was that? Figure? <laughs> Hello, dragon. Uh, dragon comes over and wants to say hi to Lavis. Also, let me see if it gets its breath weapon back. Does not get its breath weapon back. Okay. Uh, it's going to say hi to Lavis. And by hi to Lavis, I mean Rar. Lavis? Does yeah? A, does a 33 hit you? <laughs> I wonder, yeah. Yeah. Does a 22 hit you? Mm-hmm. Does a 30 hit you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, just wanted to make sure. And right. here comes the TPK. You take 10 points of damage from the claw attack. Okay. You guys didn't have to come in after me and Narali. Right? Yeah, just abandon our party members to the you fog. Sure! You take 13 points of damage from the If I hadn't attack. jumped in, I think you would have done that to Narali. All right. And the tail comp swoops in and picks you up. Lavis okay. is unconscious, being held in the tail grip of the dragon. And Graz's turn. I just kind of... I can't see any of my teammates that aren't in Raleigh. Yeah, it's true. You did see so, the dragon You did see the dragon attack an invisible spot. Uh, so, uh, just kind of drop both of my swords and fumble and, with my gun. Um, and now I that, shakily aim it. Now that Lavis is in the tail of the dragon, you can see a spectral image of Lavis's form hanging from the dragon's tail. Yeah, I just try and shoot the dragon just as I shakily hold my gun up. Alright. With disadvantage. Actually, thanks to Theod, it's actually taken quite a bit of damage. <laughs> uh, that misses. Fires wide. That definitely misses. That also misses. Firing wide. Yep, that's my attacks. Blam, blam. Fakir. Damn it. I'll be again. Yep, and you do not, you are still afraid. Uh, you're not afraid, uh, Fakir. No, but I'm invisible, so I get advantage. Ah, okay. Well, you hit. Roll damage. Ten there. You're tell you can tell that your Eldritch Blast is certainly sinking heavier into this fog than other attacks are. Okay. Uh, roll damage. Four. <laughs> Minus four. Nerali, you too see a spectral image of Lavis hanging from the dragon's tail. Alright, there's nothing I can do about it. In fact... That's Fakir. There's literally nothing I can do right now. Yeah, no, Fakir didn't take his movement. Oh, wait, wait, am I over? Okay, I guess I can. 
Because I've th- I've got sixty feet range on those, so all right. So what are you doing? Uh, Sunbolt. That's it's all I can do. I <laughs> moving around at this point. Would... Early cleric levels, you have very few spells. I don't have any spells. I didn't get a chance to restore any of them. And I was out at the end of my last round, or at the last fight. We had the fight with the angel, then the fight with the assassin, and now we're fighting a dragon. Yeah. All in a row. Yep. We were trying to take a long rest, but then the fog happened. (laughs) People decided to jump into the fog. Because Braza wanted to go see the city. I wanted to go find a place to rest, and the fog would have happened either way. Yeah, but it might have happened after you guys rested. Who knows? I'm pretty certain it would have rolled in while we were resting and it wouldn't have even had any warning at that point. Well, yeah, but, you know. So that's my turn. All right. Uh, yeah, miss, 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 and failed wisdom save, so you're still frightened. Maeve. All right. Let's see here. Um... The halfling is being held by a dragon. The halfling that just healed you is yeah, being held I, in the tail of a dragon. I know, I know. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Let's do another firebolt. Why not? All right. First, I'm gonna go. Oops, that's not right. I'm gonna go over here. Fire in the direction of the tail? I don't know if that would do anything. Let's find out. Well, you hit. Roll damage. 13 points nice. of fire. The same as my hit points. Yay! <laughs> All right, Theod. Okay, I'm going to take a couple steps backward or just over here and while I'm backing up I'm going to drink the last two charges of my healing potion alright roll roll. awesome so plus 12 Uh, and that's me Uh, well I gotta make the save so yeah Oh, it's still at disadvantage. So, the first one? Does that mean I'm not frightened anymore? Uh, Yeah, that means you're not frightened anymore. Awesome. All right. Theod is no longer frightened, and it is the dragon's turn now. I just needed more than 20 hit points, guys. (laughs) The dragon turns, narrows its eyes, and charges for care. It can see me? Damn it. It gets disadvantage on all attacks. It does indeed get disadvantage on all attacks. It swings a claw. Does a 25 hit you? Yes. It swings, it swings its mouth to bite. Does a 22 hit you? 
Yes. And it whips its tail that is still holding Lavis. Does it oh, but after the, actually... Actually, wait, no. It doesn't because it rolled a, it rolled a, it rolled a natural one. Um, okay. And it, after, the, after the first attack, I would have uh, used Misty Escape. Okay, it was still attacking that spot, so... Okay. But you, you moved, so... Um, it, it, it goes to attack the spot where you were with its tail and uh, gives mm-hmm. Theod an attack of opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Which Theod misses. All right. So, Fakari, you only take the first amount of damage. Yes, I do. Which is 18 points of damage. All right. I will handle that. (laughs) All right, and Graza. Uh, keep frantically trying to shoot these things. Okay. Nope. Wow, one of those was a natural 20. Yeah, uh, but the other one was not. Both missed. Blam, blam! Yep. Wow! No! <laughs> you will continue to be frightened. This is the scariest thing Graza has ever had to deal with. It legitimately is, but I have one of the highest wisdom saves in this party. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm the only person that higher, has a higher wisdom save, and that's because... Lavis, make a death save. Okay. Uh, just a d20 straight. Yeah. No, there's, just, there's a death saves button. There you go. That is a failure. Yeah. Mark one failure. Fakir. This is a this is a good spot where natural ones. How can high in, in how how high off the ground is Levis being held? Uh, above the dragon. So, like within reach? Uh, no, 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 no. It's a bar, it's a large dragon. Uh, it would be. It's a huge dragon, I should say. Um. Uh, it would be probably about 40 feet off the air. Or off the ground, currently. Okay. Alright. In that case, we'll just hit it with... Yeah, that's not going to work. Alright, hit it with Eldritch Blast again. Alright, roll the attacks. That'll hit. Roll damage. Three and six. Nine. That'll hit. Roll damage. Ten. Ten. All right. Nerali. And we're moving again. Uh, This is actually really fitting considering the conversation that that, uh, Jeremy and I had earlier. Oh, yeah? (laughs) What, What conversation was that? In character stuff. Ah, well, as the GM, I would know it. <laughs> You'll find out later. Oh look, I may have actually hit. Uh, that one hits, yeah. Dealing nine points of radiant damage to it. And 
Right. Maeve. Uh, all right. How far away from it am I? Uh, you are... 30 feet away from it. Uh... How about some... How about some burning hands? That sounds like fun. Sure. Let's do that. Roll the attack. Or click the thing. DC 15. Uh, you might not want to use it. Hmm. It's a 15 foot cone, so you're going to have to get closer. Oh. And you're up above it, Lavis. But, but Yeah, I am. Fail. I'm out of range. I was just saying that that requires getting closer. He does fail. So you have to yeah. get closer. Okay. You're going to have to get to, like, right here. Uh, taking an amount of damage. So, uh, how do you want to do this? What? How do you yeah. want to do this? Yeah. No, I, I know what it means, but me? Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, alright. I would like to, uh, have my hands just come up and wave fire. And right. make sure to stay out of the way so I don't get hit. <laughs> so, may have runs... Maeve runs forward and just sort of prepping fire in her hands, sort of brings the brings her arms back, thrusts forward in a flamethrower of fire, just <laughs> sprays forward, engulfing the feet and hindquarters of this uh, fog-like dragon entity. And as it does, uh, Fakir, you're watching. You see uh-huh. the, the, the dragon has been reading the same as the fog, uh, as if it's something of the astral plane. And while yeah. looking, you see that the fire, as it licks up the the connection that this dragon has with the world around it and the fog around it, starts to shatter and break. And as it does, Lavis falls to the ground, thud onto the ground, and the fog coalesces, swirling rapidly, almost like a tornado around the dragon's form. Um, and as it does, it sort of sucks itself up into the air, forming this giant whirling tornado of fog. And the entire, like, as it does, you all start to see each other again. Like, those of you that, like, Fakir, are, are, uh, Fakir and group sees Graza and Nurali. And as you do, the fog condenses down into a ball and explodes outward. And you all find yourself standing on a rocky shore amidst the wreckage of a boat. And that's where we'll call an end to this session. So, thank you all very much for joining me as we played through Grand Terra Adventures. I have been Sinstaku. We have been Final Show Films. We produce a wide variety of content every day of the week. Check us out on our website at FinalShowFilms.com. You can also check us out on our on our Patreon page at Patreon.com slash FSFilms. On our YouTube channel at YouTube.com slash Sinstaku. On Twitch at John A. Bates. Uh, sorry, at on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Sinstaku on Twitter at John A. Bates. Uh, and if you there like if you like this podcast, you can find others like it at Sinstaku.podb.com. So thank you all very much for listening. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Goodbye. <laughs>